Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message was recorded on Sunday, December 11th, 2022. So, for some reason, I am an eternal optimist. I don't know if I was born that way or if it's, if I've learned it over time, but what I know is I have hope for this season. I have hope for our world and I absolutely believe in the goodness of humanity. I absolutely believe in the goodness of humanity, but I think sometimes we need a little bit of help, like kind of drawing that forth out of us, don't we? Like I remember in school, if I was going through a tough time, it would take that certain teacher, that certain friend to go, Hey, Hey, come on. What are you doing for lunch? Or, hey, come on, what are you doing after school? Or, hey, let me help you with that, right? Yeah, so sometimes we just need that little touch, don't we, from somebody else to remember our goodness and remember our holiness, to remember that the universe is actually always working on our behalf. There's a statement in the big book that says, God will do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah. I've also heard recently of some miraculous healing stories. I have a dear friend, and I have her permission. She said, please share it with anybody and everybody. She uh, needed a heart transplant. And this she had never had heart problems in her life. This was something brand new. And when she first heard about it, she has a rare blood type. And the doctor said, you know, you have a rare blood type. It could take years. I said, don't believe it. And she said, what do you mean? I said, don't believe it. Don't believe it because you have a rare type. God's going to bring you your heart. You pray as if it's happening and already happened now. And in less than 30 days, she received a call. Yeah. She had the transplant. She's doing very well. The doctors and the nurses have said, we've never seen a recovery like this one. First in surgery ICU, then in cardiac CCU, and now doing super. So that gives me hope. That gives me hope because she was clear in her intention. She was clear in her desire. She believed in what was possible for her and the universe delivered. And the universe delivered. So there are also some things on the soul journey that happen that we don't understand. You know, we all have all had bad things happen that we feel like, oh, I'm thinking about it. I'm praying about it. So there's certain things we don't understand. For sure, those things happen. But what I choose to believe, and I absolutely know, is that the universe is working on my behalf. God the good is always preparing my good for me. And it's up to me to open my eyes to receive it. Hallelujah. Yes. I love when I get a hallelujah. <laughs> I haven't got one of those yet this year. Yes, right? So in other words, the good awaits. So we're saying, God, when are you going to send it? Right? And God's saying, I'm always trying to bless you. Open your eyes to see. Open your eyes to see. And this was not any different in Jesus's time, was it? You know, I mean, even when angels came and gave people messages, they were like, really? I don't know. Remember? Reverend Don was here last week. Remember, Zechariah didn't believe when the angel said his wife was going to have a baby, right? And then that, that's John the Baptist. And, and this week I was looking at the scripture right after that where Mary, Jesus's mom, was visiting her cousin Elizabeth. She walks in and in Elizabeth's womb, it says the, ba- the baby what? 
leapt for joy. Right? Leapt for joy just because Jesus was in the room. Not even born. Wow, what belief, what recognition. And so I believe right now today we're still called to that kind of recognition. I had a dear friend say to me, how are you going to talk about that scripture? Like leaping in a womb, I'm whatever, I don't get that. I believe we're absolutely to recognize Jesus everywhere. One of the people I've studied my whole life probably is Mother Teresa. Have I shared that with you? My mom was a lover of Mother Teresa also. I've read her books. I followed her ministry. I I don't know if any of you remember, she died the same week as Lady Di. Do you remember that? Of course, in the shadow of Lady Di, as she would do. And she would say, the body of Christ is carefully disguised in the bodies of the poor. Yeah. So, she saw past the condition into what was real. Right? I believe that's what we're called to do. And here, this time of year, it's so interesting because as a culture, we've gotten so into consumerism that we've forgotten the real message of the whole season. It's not who can buy the most stuff and who can go into the most debt. I think we should not go into debt for Christmas. It's the opposite. The debt's been paid, remember? (laughs) Right? So we shouldn't be in debt at Christmas. Christmas should be a celebration of the good that already is. Right? So rather than getting more stuff, no more, don't buy any more fuzzy lampshades for people. They're going to be gone in a year. (laughs) Do something meaningful. Make something. Be there. Have an experience. My favorite gifts are coupons. This, This coupon is good for one lunch. This coupon is good for one picnic. One year, my son made me a whole coupon book. This is good for dishes. This is good for laundry. I was like, oh, I'm cashing these in, baby. That's like cash money. Those are awesome. That's much better than a fuzzy lampshade. Because I don't need that anyway, right? But this season, I do think we're really called to recognize the Christ in and amongst all this celebration because in truth, we have the celebration because of the birth, not the other way around. Okay, we have the celebration because of the birth of the Christ. And it was a time of great turmoil politically, socioeconomically. Sound familiar? <laughs> right? So so we need that Christ energy right now. And, and it is our job as people of faith to call it forth. We want to be called people of faith. And then we go out on social media and act just like everybody else. We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to call live a higher awareness, right? So in the season, though, what I've learned is that even the color and the light, these are all for different um, spiritual awarenesses and intentions. Even the green, which actually in the green was in paganism about the everlasting energy of good that the earth provides. There's nothing wrong with that. And in Christianity, it's the same. Often the green in Christmas, people say it's about health and prosperity. All good. What I want us to do is look at these colors and know they have a meaning. It's more than just fun to dress in them. Red was life, energy. 
The gold represents, and uh, you'll see a lot of gold. See all this gold? This represents one of the gifts brought to Jesus the Christ. Remember? The gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. So these colors have meaning, deep, deep meaning. So we don't want to miss that. Like it's fun to put those big blow up things in front of our houses. But if we, if we, but if we forget that, it doesn't mean anything. Right? This is a season of joy, of hope, of goodness to the world. So I just think if we were out shopping and we could remember that, it might shift a little bit how we're operating in the world. It might not be about, oh, let me get this thing and I'm getting in line before you and oh no, you're not breaking in front of me and you know how we do that when there's something we want to get at the store we got to get there fast and we're in a hurry and we got stuff to do man and the traffic (laughs) luckily though as we're traveling down the road and I'm driving a lot as you know this morning for some reason there was this one of those cars that had the little reindeer things have you seen those and the back had a little tail and I just could not stop laughing watching it go down the road I said okay I needed that little laughter today right because I was getting a little frustrated all right so this today is just about this recognition so like as we see those colors as we are wrapping up our presence as we're thinking about you know things we're still getting for people Keep these ideas in mind and say, this is, this is a celebration of the Christ. And, you know, uh, there are many different uh, religions and denominations handle Christmas a really interesting way. And some are really scared of Santa Claus. And I love Santa Claus because Santa Claus is the personification of the qualities of Jesus. Bringing good, bringing hope bringing dreams, right? And of course, Santa Claus is always dressed in the red, the red and the white, the purity of the Christ, the red of the jacket. Not afraid to get dirty either. Oh, that old chimney's no problem. I'm magical. Anything is possible. See, these are the ideas. I love me some Santa Claus. So there's nothing to be afraid of. It's all a celebration of the good that the universe has to offer you. Some Christian denominations are really scared of paganism. It's a celebration of all that is. How could I? I mean, I look at that and I see God. No problem. It's all God. We call it the Christ energy that was so known in Jesus. So this season for me is really about a celebration of that. It's a celebration of hope. Not just in Jesus and not just 2,000 years ago, but for me today. Anything is possible for me. Anything I can dream up is possible. Anything is possible. Will you say that with me? Anything is possible. Anything's possible. But you know what I've noticed? Is in the story, sometimes we forget. As Jesus was born into this humble, humble beginning, greatness was born. So now in the world today, it's all about how you look and what you own. And for me in my life and the people in my life, it's not about any of that. It's about who you are that matters. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what color you are, what your sexual orientation, none of that. I want to know who you are. Who you are. Because I know who you are is light, is love, is peace, is goodness. I know that. I know that. So this season, I have a lot of hope for humanity. And 
I can stay there by turning off the news and going straight to God. Because if you watch the news, all you're going to see is how bad everything is and how uh, everybody's against each other. That's not my experience at all. I guess I'm sitting in a different table or something. But that is not my experience. That's what gets highlighted to whip up fear so you can be afraid this season rather than feel full of love and hope and peace and joy. Did I share this with you a few weeks ago while I was at a UCF game? And it was just all about the football, you know? UCF, you know, we're just all about it. And everybody around us, all different ages, color, nobody nobody cared what religion they were or who anybody voted for. It was about football. (laughs) Right? What if we could do that here? It's just about God. <laughs> it's just like, you know, no matter where I am, that's what I see. That's what I call out. That's what I, that's what I want. That's what I call forth. You call God Allah. That doesn't ma- bother me. It's God. You call God Christ Jesus. That's fine. I'm good to go. You call it Jehovah. I'm good. I see God in you. I see God in you. I see God in you. And I notice when I do that, I don't care who anybody votes for anymore. I don't care how much money anybody makes or what they own. Because I'm in God. And in God, there's room for everybody. Don did a great job. Reverend Don, I should say, did a great job last week talking about hope for all. You know, the scriptures we're looking at all month, although I didn't read the scripture, I said it to you a little bit about how that baby leaped in her womb. They're all from the Gospel of Luke. And the Gospel of Luke's a real interesting book because, a real interesting, uh, yeah, book because Luke didn't walk around with Jesus, actually. It was written probably 70 years after Jesus lived. Luke was a student of the Apostle Paul, actually. And so these stories he's telling, the way he's telling them, because he was not Jewish, he was a Gentile. He was trying to say, hey guys, Jesus is for all of us. And that's why the story of how he was born was told in a certain way. Right? So people who couldn't read and write, the shepherds would know, oh, he's for us too. He's for us too. So we're going to look at that scripture all, all season long. Luke 2 is the one, if you watch the Charlie Brown special that you hear every single year in the Charlie Brown special. Unto you was born this day in the city of David, right? A savior, which is, I can't do that voice, but <laughs> I, I was hearing it in my mind with that cute little lisp, you know, I was hearing it in my mind. That's from Luke 2. That's from Luke 2, Luke chapter 2. So there's a lot of hope for us this season. And what I want to give you by attending UNT is hope for yourself and your life and for the world. That you don't go home saying, well, this is another Sunday. You say, you know what? Life is good. God wants to do something good through me. And if God could do that 2,000 years ago, what might be possible for me? And that as you're going throughout the season, that you see these little symbols and remember it's about the gift that Jesus the Christ brought us. It's about the gifts of the wise men to Jesus. It's about the life that Jesus gave humanity at that time. God made manifest, we're told. The Christ energy was always there, but it's God now in man. There's no mistaking 
God is here among us, right? And we know as Jesus' life and ministry went on, he said, you are in me as I am in the Father. There's no, there's no, no separation, friends. So if you're sitting around waiting on God to bring you something, it's time to shift that around. Shift that to what good am I bringing into the world? Because the gift has already been given to you. Now you go be the gift. That's the idea. You go be the gift. You be the affirmation of the good that God is in you. You be the affirmation to those people around you by lifting them up, by supporting them, by doing something special, by being a, a presence of joy if somebody's having a hard time, by reaching out to a friend, by inviting them to church, by doing something good that nobody ever is going to know about but you. Be that hope, be that energy that's going to bring goodness and life and light into their world this season. This is our hope, my hope for us. This is my hope for us. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.